Who cares? They just trying to fit their demographic. Greeny and uh, Greeny and Mike Gilbert still hate each other. Welcome to the Aquarius Sources Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Williams. We're gonna get right into it because it's eleven o'clock where I am, and Devin is late as always because his wife can. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, Rob was later than me, so that doesn't fucking count. I mean, that's my cousin, though, so... I'm, he... I'm basically like your brother. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but he gets a pass. He's been around longer. <laughs> that a bitch. He's been around for 34 years. Yes, that's colorism. Oh, takes pre- it takes precedence at this point. Sorry. Colorism, bro. ageism, all that. There's a whole bunch of isms. We're going to jump right into it. The Bulls just played the Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, it's a good game. What did you guys think about that game? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed seeing Jimmy try so hard and just take an ale. <laughs> Thinking that he was going to come back and get mad love. Like he contributed so much to Chicago. Like he was. And, and not to mention, <laughs> you could just tell he was trying to play so hard and he just depleted the chemistry uh, between himself and the rest of the Wolves players. Trying to do too much. And I think so. I think so. Yeah, and, I thought he was just trying to win a game, but, you know. You know, you, you could win the game and, you know, run a good basketball play. What was surprising to me was how good of defense Levine played in that game. I didn't know he was – well, I knew he was somewhat solid on the perimeter, but he impressed me a lot in that game. Yeah, that game was, was meaningful to him too, you know, because it was Minnesota. There was a team that he, you know – Traded, got traded from. So you know, it, yeah. it meant something to him as well. Uh, I, I enjoy watching Jimmy lose too. I, you know, I'm, I am in the same boat as you. I am. You know, everybody knows us. We're not Jimmy fans, so to speak. You know, I think we all, you know, while he was here, we tolerated him. But yeah, I and I understand that Jimmy is a good basketball player. I don't want anybody to think. You know, anybody in here thinks otherwise. I just think that the way people look at Jimmy is not the type of player that Jimmy is, man. It's like he is not a top 10, you know, get you to the Western Conference Finals or the Eastern Conference. He's not one of those players. And I don't care what type of talent you put around him. He'll never be one of those guys. Like, you know, because these Bulls bloggers, they have this thing that they do where it's like, well, the Bulls just didn't put enough players around Jimmy and build around him well enough. I don't, think you can build, I don't think you can build around Jimmy well enough. I don't think it's possible because he's not one of those guys. And that's not like a huge shot at Jimmy because it's only a few of those guys. You know, yeah. it's not a lot of those people that are like that. Jimmy just happens to not be one of them. You know, that's, that's fine. He's, Jimmy's a Jimmy ball is, stopper. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ball stopper. That's exactly what he is. Considering how slow the Bulls played last year, I forgot what. Oh, the oh, was. oh! That's what I you mean. mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. I <laughs> God damn it, Devin! Offensive pace rating last year, whatever that stat is. And this year, we're like in the top ten, top fifteen. The Bulls run this year. They they do what Hoiberg says. They run Hoiberg's offense, and it works. Amazing how that works. You get rid of one <laughs> player, and it just all of a sudden magically starts to work. Nobody on the team is saying, I need to be coached harder. <laughs> Ironically, these all these guys 
majority of them are younger than Jimmy. None of them are saying that, that I need to be coached harder because they realize that they're grown men in a grown man's league and they'll need to be coached harder anymore. Give me a break. Tell us how you really feel. I know, right? It's it's bullshit, man. Like I, it's like, it's like you get out of college and you go to your first job and you looking for like, (laughs) like a syllabus on how we're supposed to do things here. This is what we're going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Give me a break. Need to be coached harder. Thibodeau, he curses so much at these kids, at these guys, excuse me. Look at me. Jimmy's got me fucking saying it. He curses so much at them that he gets a, t- a technical for that cursing at his own player. That was, a, okay. that was the funniest shit I've ever <laughs> seen. That was hilarious. All right, you know, uh, you know uh, good game. I thought, you know, in, in that game, you saw the best of Zach Levine and, like, the worst of Zach Levine all in, like, the last 45 or maybe a minute and a half of that game. You know, he takes a bad shot where nobody touches the ball, and then he goes down like the the next play down the court. And this is when I was like, I was saying this last year about Fred Hoiberg, man, because I was I watched the Bulls games, and when they ran his stuff, the stuff was good. They came down the next play down the court, and there was so much action that happened that got Zach Levine that open three. Fred Hoiberg is a good basketball coach. I was saying last year that we should not rush to judgment when you have a Rondo, you have, you know, Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler, and you got guys that are not going to listen. Here's, to here's, the, here's the thing about that, though, Dre. That, that works two ways. Like, I don't think anybody ever questioned it. Oh, yes, they did. Oh, yes, no, they no, did. no, 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 Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. As far as his coaching abilities, I think it was more so about him being able to handle – but tell me, who would have been able pers- to handle personality. that? Who was going to be able to handle that? I don't mean, I don't, maybe not completely 100% handle it, you know. A second-year like, coach. What second-year coach is going to handle that? I get that. So I'm just saying. I'm, the, the I'm just saying. But, but, there, but, there, but there's a lot of other stuff that he come in that didn't have anything to do with that. But the way what, he can't, though? The, when he can't, the way he handled the stuff with Joe, that, that was you a mean, part the, of it. The way the whole organization handled the stuff? But but he's a part of it. He's the coach. Like he's a part of it. Like okay, okay, the stuff with Joe. Okay, the stuff with Joe. Joe went to a different team, and the same shit is happening with Joe. That is maybe it ain't the other people. Maybe it's Joe, and I love Joe. Maybe it's him. He's fighting with Jeff Hornacek over there, and you're trying to tell me it's the same problem that Jeff Hornacek is also the problem. The only common denominator is Joe. And I'm not saying Fred Hoiberg is like some great people person, but I'm not using the, the thing with Joe. That's my only thing, though. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not going to completely, you know, what I'm saying, take it out of, out of his hands too, because I mean, he has something to do with it too. I mean, I'm like, I'm not just going to say, well, you know, maybe it is Joe. Like he has something to do with it. Like, like I mean, you come in, you you're hired to be the coach. Like you're you're expected to be able to come in and handle the job. Like you can't bring somebody in and go, well, he's only a first year coach. He's only a second. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do think you give them some leeway, and he got none because people expected that team to be something that it was never going to be, and that has nothing to do with him either. But maybe also take into effect, like he came in and he was Paxson's dude. So essentially. The front office, Gar Paxton was controlling everything that was going on with these players. He was just there just to coach, call plays, run it out, develop his his new playbook. Yeah, Hoiberg, they were essentially kicking people out. 
Hoiberg didn't, didn't really have any pull. They didn't oh, him, man, he didn't. He didn't do himself. He didn't do himself any favors. At the at the end of the day, I I get what y'all are saying, but he didn't. He didn't do himself any favors with that whole I, thing. I don't think that doing himself any favors had anything to do with people giving him a chance to actually be a good basketball coach. That he was never given that opportunity to just to show that he was a good basketball coach. And the problem that I had with people rush to judgment on him in general was that it was stupid because they had they had a very seasoned coach. And he couldn't do anything with that goddamn roster either. Well, that's not really Thibodeau's fault. Yeah, but, see, but you see how that goes, though? It's not Thibodeau's fault, but somehow it's a rookie head coach's fault. You got well, Thibodeau... Well, uh... Thibodeau wore out everything. <laughs> after yeah, that was drafted. that's part of the problem. That team was dead. It was over with. And you expected him to come in and take that team that was over with, go to the playoffs. That team was trashed before he got there. And then you bring old ass Dwayne Wade, Ray John Rondo, Ray John Rondo. Our best player in the playoffs. That's the crazy part. Yeah, because Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't know how to perform um, in the playoffs ever. Ever. And it's like, well, okay, this is just like Fred Hoiberg can't coach. The whole thing was that he can't coach. He's not a good coach. Now he got players that's running this stuff. He's making good uh, – his decision-making has been, hey, I have not had a problem with any of his decisions. He's a good coach. The dude, he's a good coach. You just got to let him – you know, it's bumps and bruises along the way. But the rush to judgment, I think, was a bit much for a guy that he's only been in the league coaching for three years. It was a, Hey, a, I mean, I admit, look – and as as unfair as that is, that that's that's the way stuff is. Like and this this is we live in a in a microwave society. You can't bring bring in some coach with a with a team like that and go, well, we're gonna give him some time to and then not yeah, not, not judge him. Who the hell thought that that team was gonna be anything besides ridiculous Bulls fans? The front office did obviously because they brought in nah, they they brought in Rondo with some half ass rebuild. <sighs> Trying to get into the playoffs and knock it down from yeah, the- Let's get to the playoffs and lose in the playoffs again. But even when you get to the playoffs, I mean, you lose you lose the best player playing at the time. I, I just think that I think what happened is I believe that Steve Kerr has tilted the entire thing because he came in and did what he did. Like everybody just expected that's just the way things go, and it's just not that's not the way this goes. It takes time. A dude has to get players in that can run the stuff that he wants to run. Players that are going to actually listen to what he's coaching them to do. Like this is a like Steve Kerr came into a hand like a ready-made situation. This bull team was it's not that. So you're saying that uh, Mark Jackson basically uh, no could have won the championship, right? No, is that what you're saying, Dre? Because <laughs> Mark Jackson is a terrible coach. <laughs> See, unlike Fred Hoiberg, Mark Jackson is a terrible coach. The the coach that played Draymond Green fourteen minutes uh, a game, best player on the Warriors. I mean, now here we go with this shit, yo. Here you go. Yeah, it, it, yeah, we won't play Thompson out there uh, running offense because you know he, he's a stalwart that uh, at dribbling the ball. So yeah, you know the crazy thing about the whole Hoyberg situation and how he came into what he came into is the fact that. Guard packs basically threw him in the fire and just let him burn that yeah. entire season. A lot of it was their fault. Not once did they ever come down from the ivory tower 
and just waste some type of confidence in their head coach. They let that man fry the entire season. I think they could have gotten Jesus to coach. But after uh, Thibs was there, Bulls fans were just obsessed with the, the idea of Tom Thibodeau for some odd reason when it was very clear that it was his time to go. But they were just obsessed with the idea of Tom Thibodeau. And, you know, for better or for worse, I think that hurt um, Fred Hoiberg in the first two years. I think now people are saying, you know, you give them guys that are, you know, young guys and let them coach. He's a, a good guy to coach young players up. But maybe as he gets older and he gets some more cachet behind his name, when you have a guy like Steve Kerr consistently coming out and saying, I take a bunch of this stuff, maybe as he gets older, third, you know, four, five, six years into the league, when these guys it's true. are older, yeah. then, you know, then, you know, you'll see maybe if he goes to another team that has established stars, they'll actually listen to him. But you know, worse, that's probably what's going to happen. That's probably what's exactly going to happen. He's going to – guard packs are going to wear – Wear him down, not give him enough. He's going to go to another team. Voila, he wins the championship. That's our luck. Yeah, and then you have, you have Bulls bloggers, quote-unquote, who are still living in this, the best thing we ever had was Tom Thibodeau era, or this, this facade that, that like we can somehow get that back and build. We don't want that. That's a problem. That's why, you know, it's one writer that I don't like. I think his name is Sam Smith. For the Bulls. He's deranged, okay? He's he's fucking nuts. Doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I I, I take back that, what I said. It's not that nobody likes Sam Smith. Everybody just knows he's crazy. Sam Smith. That's too hard to be funny. Short white guy, white hair, white mustache. Talk about some shit that happened when he watched Jerry Sloan play in every article. Man, don't nobody want to hear that shit. You don't want to hear about Jerry Sloan and Norm Van Lee? No. Quick fact about the uh, Tom Thibodeau. Um, Nigga, fantasy football has been over for months. Y'all know there's three players from the Timberwolves in the top 15 in minutes this season? It was like, it was more than that. Uh, Shocker. Last year. It was like their entire starting lineup or something. It was ridiculous. Like five players because Tom Thibodeau is a fucking maniac. Crazy. Um, Jimmy's at 38.7. Uh, Wiggins is at 37.3. Towns is at 36.2. Like, all, all of them are going to bust their knees up in the next year or two. All of them. All of them. Honestly. Especially Cat because he's so big and he has him running up and down the floor. And he's young and athletic and can run the floor like a damn horse. It's going to happen. Not wishing right. bad upon him, but I'm just saying. Because we're talking about busted knees. Um, oh. Zach Levine. What? Zach Levine. What do you guys – I mean, you know, he's coming back from – Torn ACL. Uh, looks Wait a minute. Good. Who did you say? Zach Levine. Oh. Gonna, yeah, oh. because Tom Thibodeau, uh, you know, busted him up real good, real early. Listen, he man. Got him early. This shit last night was – I mean, this shit tonight was incredible. Got the steal on the inbounds, picked it off, go dunk the ball, go up by two, then they win by – what was it, four or something like that? He's four. incredible. He's really good. Um, and, I, you know, I was thinking about this too. I think – the you know Timberwolves made a mistake in trading him and not trading Andrew Wiggins because Jimmy Butler makes Andrew Wiggins uh, obsolete for the most part. Yeah, yeah. On that team, I'm sure the Wiggins can't shoot. They're they're redundant as basketball players. It's like it doesn't make any sense to have both of them there because they essentially occupy the same places and do the same things. 
and Jimmy does them better. And they need shooting, and that's where, you know, Zach would have uh, really helped them. So I, if I was them, I know they're probably looking back on it now. It's like, shit, this is, you know, we shouldn't have traded him. But now, you know. Well, they got a fucking pick out of the deal, an unnecessary one. So there's that. <laughs> I'll never get over that. That was so stupid. Like, <laughs> we should have took Wiggins, Wiggins and or Levine and done. And that was it. Don't give them extra. This isn't a two-for-one special. And you know, now... The thing is, people still think that, that there are Bulls fans that were mad that they lost, that we lost to Jimmy. I don't give a fuck about losing Jimmy. I don't give a hell about him with his corny he wasn't. He wasn't going anywhere with Jimmy, man. I, I just don't understand why people don't get that. It goes back to Dre's point, Rob. I, you're not going to win with him alone. You can't build around dude. That's why I don't get why so many of these Bulls fans, forgive me, Chris, but a lot of these motherfuckers are Chris's age, don't know shit about shit, and when it, they have this beloved passion for Jimmy. But yeah, you know what? It's not just it's not just people. Yeah, I know it's age, not just I, it's not just it's not just him. It's a lot of it's like Bulls bloggers like have a hard on for Jimmy. It's really weird, yo. Antib shit. That's yeah, what, and, Rodney yeah, took the words of out of my mouth. It's, both of them. it's a combination of Tib and of Thibs. And Jimmy, they love them. They're infatuated with them. You know what it is? It's infatuation with the fact that they just can't let go of the glory days of those 62 and 20 seasons. Those were not, those are great times. Those are great Great times. But we lost. Exactly. And And, and because it was so great. We lost Derrick Rose. Like we lost Derrick Rose because of the way those teams were playing. Like the brand of basketball that they played. If effectively ended any hopes we had of winning anything for any for an extended period of time. Like I understand you, we all love you know we, it was a fun time, but you know you know that shit's over, man. Yeah. You don't win an NBA like that. You don't win an NBA with guys playing forty minutes a game. You know you don't win an NBA with not taking threes. It's like this is this, this is ridiculous. Like we have to change our philosophy. Shit's over with. It's over and dead. Let it go. We would have beat the shit out of Dallas, so I tell you that. Yeah, I think we four one. Speaking of threes, Bobby Portis was three for six from the three point line tonight. Just saying, I don't want Bobby Portis taking six goddamn three pointers a game. He was one for five the game before that, so don't hit me with no goddamn stats about what the hell Bobby Portis was doing. I was at the Brooklyn Nets game the other night, and when Nico when Nico was running on the baseline, I kept screaming, "Bobby Portis." <laughs> Are you looking at you? This fucking light skin dude. <laughs> oh God! He came through the tunnel, and it was a bunch of people that was asking for asking him for autographs. And I was with my with, oh, let me make sure I say my words correctly. I was with my homie who was of a yeah, particular religious that. faith. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so he Speaking walks past. He, he he looks at all of us, and my boy's like, "Yeah, you want Nico's autograph?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good." And he still comes by me. He's like. He's like, he's trying to take my mark, and I'm like, nah, yo, I'm good. <laughs> you, know, you, you, signed, you signed my jersey, whack body, Nico. <laughs> Can you look at the camera and say A2S, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, he's so corny, man. But Bobby Portis, you know, with each game, he loses elevation. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he never had any to begin with. So. Lay off my man, bro. My, he got that- my dude. He got that Baylor jump shot. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm just saying. 
when the Bulls are finally good again, Bobby Portis will not will not be on the team. He has a role, okay? He has a role. Yes. What about with you and Bobby Portis, man? What, as what's a trade that? piece for yeah, a he got a role on another team. Better player. That's his role. <laughs> Dewan Blair didn't have no ACLs. Yeah, he could jump higher <laughs> than Bobby. Like you Portis. have a real like you have a passion for defending um Bobby Portis. It's it's, it's quite hilarious. Because I, I feel like I admire he can go, it. He can go places. Yeah, the fuck out of places. Chicago. <laughs> he can go clean the fuck up out of Chicago. Take his ass on somewhere. Like the the Bobby Portis train, you know, I I was a big fan of Bobby at one point. I wrote about him, you know, and all of that. And then I realized that he's just a very like I don't like uh power forwards that can't jump. Like I have a problem with that. Like he's he plays like a guys. center. Yeah. He's not athletic. I don't like guys that are unathletic at that position. It's a he's pretty tall enough to be able to jump like a Bud Randall anyway, bro. But he can't <laughs> I mean, what is he, 6'11"? He's like 6'10", 6'11", man, and he doesn't really... I mean, he gets this shit smashed, like, way more often than he probably should <laughs> be as tall as he is. Really knock his thing there. But, hey, man, you that's keep probably why he stole off Nico's ass. He probably said something like, how you that big and you can't jump? Whack him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like everything what? he said was right. You can't jump. <laughs> We're going to stay in the Eastern Conference to... Um, Cleveland Cavaliers are a completely different team. Ah, oh, them niggas drunk <laughs> than they were. I mean, no, no. We, me and me and um, me and Chris were talking about it before you jumped on. I mean, obviously the team is better. They are better. Um, they're younger. They probably have better shooting um, across the board now because they got rid of Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade. I mean, I mean, I think just getting rid of them too. <laughs> just about but I mean, right, just nah, a, couple nah. of, a couple of pieces of dead weight on your bench. That's a bunch of bullshit. Should have nah, kept there. Nah, nah, man. I love Derek, man, but it's it's it's, it's 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 done, man. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, no, I mean, don't want to fucking hear it. In the few times that Derek was running a second unit, I mean, he was showing some flashes of being able. Yeah, but it's always just going to be flashes. It's nothing that can be sustained with Derrick Rose anymore. And, you know, we all, all right, change love the subject. Derek. We love him. But, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to fucking it's talk over, about man. it anymore. This I heard you over. say that. This shit is over. You know what? I, I, I don't want fucking it. negative enablers. No. I, I, wanna, I want – so when it happens, I want everyone to be prepared for it. It's coming soon. The, the end of his career is coming sooner than we all thought that it was going to come. Because I mean, he, he hasn't, he, he, money. He hasn't gotten picked up yet. It's, I think this is over. Uh, dude, he cleared waivers today, and it broke my heart. It's it's he I think Washington is trying is going to try to get him, and I think um, – San Antonio. Uh, Minnesota said, I guess a couple teams. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, you gotta be fucking shitting me if he even thinks about going anywhere near Minnesota. Somebody was like, somebody was like, oh, it's coming back (laughs) to finish off. (laughs) (laughs) Finally finish off. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your knees. Like a horror movie sequel. Like there's no way. Like I, if I'm, if I'm in a circle, man, I'm like, bro, no, no. Yeah, I, Nigga, I, we going to, we going to China before we go to fucking Minnesota. Like I, I'm just saying, there are teams that are looking at him, but to the point 
to our point, his career his career is over though, man. Like it's effectively over, you know. Yeah, it's, and it's sad man. because we you know, know I knew it was over when he went to Cleveland. Cause I was like, ain't no way in the world this man feels fully healthy would he ever team up with LeBron of all people. Well, the him and LeBron are boys. I know that. No, they're not. No. Okay, <laughs> they definitely do train together in L.A. Train what? Train with a lot of people. <laughs> you know. I don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't. I don't. Think I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're not. That they're not boys, though. I don't. I don't think that they're like. I don't. I don't look at them like. You know, somebody wrote some story about this. That there was some some like they didn't. They hadn't talked. Like they didn't talk years. That sounds about right, though. Derek don't talk to no fucking. Derek body. don't talk to no fucking body. They said that Russell. That's, that's a part. That's a part of his fucking problem. That's Russell big, Westbrook that's was trying to keep a relationship problem. with him, but he was just like, like he doesn't really. That's his, and that, and that's Derek's. That's a big part of Derek's problem. We all know his knee issues and all of that, but Derek has some emotional issues, man. He's from that, Chicago. That, that, I mean, yeah, fuck that. I know I'm from Chicago. I ain't that fucking introverted, man. Like, at, at, at some point, you you gotta open up to some people and like, uh, you know, I, I, act like we weren't raised like him though. Act like he you want to be like around. That. He was raised like that, though. They wouldn't. Uh, he was never around anybody. That was part of. That the is problem. true. He was really isolated. Man, listen. At some point, you got you got to come to a realization that you know what I I, I in order for shit to work, I, I I need to be this way. I need to I need to change my my way of doing shit. I think emotional problems are easier uh, to say how to fix them than it actually is to fix them. I get that. Yeah, no, that is yeah, that is true. I I, I get that. And, I mean, considering you know, where he came from and what he's seen, like forget basketball, just the environment that he grew up in. Like, I'm sure that still plays a, a total mentally on him, even though he's grown and man. You know, uh, the just the injuries in general. You know, uh, you know, as in a just a period. The injuries and having to rehab and having to go through all that stuff and it's, that stuff and it's probably I'll put I'll put more I'll put more into that than I will into what he's seen and what he's had to, what he's had to grow up around. Yeah, I don't think it's the growing up thing. No, I don't. I don't either. seen isolated him. He ain't seen no more or any less than I did growing up. Come from the same parts. That, that he, I can understand. He didn't grow up like his father or whatever, but like. I won't. I won't give him that. I'll give. I'll give him more. Like Dre said, the injuries and stuff, and that stuff. Just him, just not having the kind of attitude. Like, man, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back from this, and it's gonna be good. Think, I'm gonna I do my thing. I think he had that attitude. And it, he, he lost he it, but it, he, <laughs> yeah, he lost it after he got injured again, though. And I, I do think that a, a lot of it is just the way that he was brought up. That his family did not like Derek was not going to be that dude that was just going to be around a whole bunch of people, and he he never was, and that was just the way that it was. Derek is not uh, Derek is not around a whole bunch of people. Derek Derek is around us, and that's just it. And he never really got out of it, and never. that's that was his problem. You know, it probably still is his problem. But you know, we were talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're a better team. Uh, are they good enough to win more than one game against the Warriors or two games against the Rockets? Are you asking? Are you, yeah, are you asking? Yeah, that's a question. Are they are they good enough to win one more than one against the Yeah, the Warriors? I, 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 I don't see why not. I'm a, any team with LeBron on it is good for at least one game. I said more than one against the the Warriors oh. and more than two games against the Rockets. I got to see more of them. Before I'm before I'm ready to say that this is one game, it's an emotional game. LeBron wanted to kill Boston because it was, it was Paul's night, 
and yeah. all of that. And he also wanted to kill them. You also add the fact that Kyrie is there. It says he wanted to come out and make a statement. So, I mean, this is this is one game. These are obviously better guys on the team than he had before. He got better shooters, better defenders, for you know, first of all. And then, you know, guys that, that at least right now, <laughs> for this first, this one game, act like they want to be there. I think well, – the, Go ahead, Chris. When you replace – I mean, like three thirty-year-olds with stomachs full of ribs playing basketball. You're gonna be better. You got four young dudes. Well, George Hill's thirty-one. That's still kind of young. You replace them. You got longer. You got better. A little bit better on defense. But the team defense still sucks ass. I mean, that that's still little, gonna be their biggest problem. Their biggest still problem. Be their biggest be, problem. I think they don't have anybody that can protect the paint. That's and that's still their. I mean, that was their Achilles heel last year. I mean, besides. Guys, that wasn't really good on the perimeter, but um, they still don't have anybody that can protect the paint. They got Tristan Thompson. Yeah, like I said, they don't have anybody that can protect the paint. (laughs) Um, I was telling Chris, you know, those first couple weeks with the older guys looked really, really good. And then, I mean, it looked good until it didn't anymore. So, like, I'm with Rob. I think you need to – I mean, everybody's going crazy. I, you know, I'm seeing people, oh, this team is going to sweep – I mean, sweep Golden State and all this other nonsense. And, yeah, I, mean, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that. a whole uh, bunch of crazy stuff on Twitter. Which one of I didn't yeah, see that. It's, I mean, you, you're crazy if you don't think this is a better team. I mean, I mean they, got, they, got, they, got, they got much better in just about every – like y'all said, in every – Every facet of the game, defensively, they got a they got a point guard that's an actual point guard now. Great shooting, um, and they got they got some they got some they got much better shooting, and they they got better defensively. So I, I it, this is a better team. A better well, team. I, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to see I more. Have to see more of it, and I also think that they got better. They got better. Yeah, they got better. They got they got better in the locker room too on defense, and their biggest issue. Not younger dudes that'll listen to LeBron. That and people that were going to challenge him. Yeah, well, that's pretty much how he always – that's how he wins, though. Like I said, it's mostly just, you know, versatile guys that can shoot. That's how he – I mean, that's usually how he wins. It's not with, you know, uh, guys that are superstar people. I mean, I know he did it with Dwayne Wade, but at that point, Dwayne Wade, you know, acquiesced to LeBron, and that's when they won. When it was like me and Dwayne Wade, they didn't win because that's not how LeBron wins. And it probably will never be that way because his talent overrides or overshadows um, everybody else's talent for the most part. This is how it goes. Um, yeah, but they're better. We'll just see how much how how better it is. Uh, I think right now what you're looking at with the Warriors is that they're just you know they don't auto, they don't autopilot. Yeah, they're on, like they're on, they're on autopilot is of this of this thing, man. You know, yeah, then, like, uh, not to crazy. not to mention it's a, it's a it's a lot of basketball. So they they've played a lot of basketball, man. When you go to the finals, all all them times, man. It, with this, and it's not like it's it's a different squad where it's like they can bring it. Where they brought in fresh faces, and it's like all right, you know, we're a little more energized because we got we got this dude in here now. We can do this. Is it's the same group, and they're just they're just tired. They're they're tired. So I, I when it, when I see them losing, it's like ah, oh, that's a that's a tired group right there. Yeah, they, 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 at some point you you just like you're done with the regular season. Fuck the regular season. I don't you know I can't get up like all these teams. Like I understand how good the Rockets are. The Rockets are really really good, but they're getting up for the regular season games, and I just don't think the Warriors can be bothered to do that. It does kind of concern me though when the Warriors don't get up for certain games though. I understand, they, they, but they, they you know. They're, they're, 
I mean, I, I won't give them a pass on not getting up for certain right. games. I they did. They they didn't get up for that OKC game for whatever reason. Because as they, just, I remember when the Bulls in '98 in those games where they played the Pacers, like uh, like in a regular season. I think the Bulls only. I think the Bulls may have beat them twice in the regular season. But it was two games where Indiana just beat the shit out of Chicago. It's like, yeah, you know, they're up for this, and the Bulls are kind of just like, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I understand who we're playing, but yeah, it just feels like that to me. It's just it's year four. You know, like you said, these guys are it's the same group of guys. They just cannot. They just cannot. We would want them to, but they just can't. It's hard. Like it's a difficult thing to do, you know. Even for KD. Like KD has been, you know, doing this, you know, deep playoff runs. Even if he hasn't, you know, won a championship every time, it's been deep playoff runs for years for him. It's like, okay, then you go to the deep in the playoffs, you win a championship. It's like, how can I continue to get up for these regular season games? A team that won seventy plus games in a season. It's just it's very difficult. I understand it. Even though I would wish that they would, you know, play better against, you know, OKC in Houston. I would wish they'd play better, but I, I can un- completely understand how they did. And when the Warriors lose games like this, I love when people overreact <clears throat> with the whole Houston, I mean, Golden State's met their match and stuff. Especially, like, I'm not going to name names, but on Twitter and um, just in the sports world in general. It's like, it's the regular season. It's I'm, as regular as it's going to matter. <laughs> this is as regular as it's going to get, man. Um, I think they'll be ready come June uh, whenever, you know, play whenever. I don't know. I know that everything started a little bit late this year. So whenever the playoffs start this year, I, I think this team will be prepared for whatever and whoever. Uh, Steve Kerr had actually talked about it. People were asking him, like, how do you get your team prepared? You know, because, you know, he played for the Chicago Bulls. He was there for those championships. He He saw all of that. That kind of he's like, man, that one of the things I think one of the things is like just not to get too up or too down because it's a long season. We've been through this grind. No need to really, you know, go either way on any of this. It'll all play itself out. They they know what to do. But we kind of skipped over one thing I did want to talk about. Um Isaiah Thomas. Clown. Huh? What you what you talk, clown? <laughs> he has has anybody done more to lose money? Uh <laughs> man. Clown. What that bring truck at? That that dude has had a whole lot of clownish behavior in the last few weeks. Yeah, but at the end ain't of the no day, yeah, ain't no yeah, ain't no yeah, ain't no you yeah. Can't blame. You can't blame him for what? You can't blame Isaiah Thomas for what's happened. Considering this man came off a of hip surgery, he only played fifteen games. Why can't I blame him? The Cavs were expecting him to go back to that twenty-nine point score like, per game. That wasn't going to happen. I don't, I don't, I don't think they were. I think they were expecting him to come in and shut up. I, I, I do think they expected him to come in and shut up. One thing I, I do blame the the Cavaliers because I, I don't think, and maybe it's not the Cavaliers so much as um that that guy that that that's their coach. He's just not a good coach. Um, he's not a good coach. Yeah, Lou isn't a good coach either. That nigga sucks. Uh, but like the things that Isaiah Thomas was good at doing were things that they just never ever did for him. This is like none of the things that made him good in Boston ever took place in Cleveland. This is like one on one basketball. They tried to treat him like he was Kyrie Irving, and he's not Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? So the one on one plays and shit like that's just not his game. It wasn't going to work. He was more pick and roll. Coming off screens, getting in an uh, open space, and then attacking. The, 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 the problem with that though, who the hell are you gonna pick and roll with? 
I mean, but that's I mean, you have to find somebody, even if it's Ooh. LeBron. Who, 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 even who, if it's who, LeBron. You can roll with LeBron? Well, on under what on the under what circumstance? The same ones with Kyrie and LeBron did it. They did it a lot last year. They did it a lot. I don't recall them doing a whole lot of pick they, and roll. They they would do it a lot, especially in late game situations. But even if you're doing, I mean, even if you're doing it just to get the guy comfortable, you should do it. Now that doesn't excuse him for opening his mouth and talking as much as he did. But they didn't do themselves or him uh, any service by the way that they attempted to use him. Um, and that's a coaching thing. That's nothing more to, with anybody besides the coaching. But they didn't do a really good job of helping him get, you know, comfortable within the scheme of their offense. And it was a lot of times I, I saw a couple plays um, where, like, he'd get the ball to run up the court and LeBron wouldn't even come past half court. It was like, man, as I saw that shit a couple times, like, this shit's over. This is over. This experiment is dead. But he's lost himself a crap ton of money. He went from being the story of the playoffs to being the most hated man <laughs> in sports. I mean, I what, what do you think about Isaiah Thomas and the way that he's conducted himself? That, let's like outside of the basketball play, Chris, just the way that he conducted himself within the locker room and on that team. Well, he has a big mouth, and I'm sure we all knew that already. But I didn't. <laughs> when you go to Cleveland, you can't do that. That's I just didn't, I didn't. I didn't know that kid had a big mouth at all. It's like Darrell, my my brother Darrell hated him in Boston. Which is it was weird. He said, "Yeah, I never liked him." I didn't know that kid had a big mouth at all. I had no yeah. clue. Man, he until, was tall. And, and until I saw some of the stuff he was saying when he got when he got in Cleveland and, and when they started losing games, like there's a, there's a, a a boatload of ways you could you could address the media and say what you want to say without coming off like a little jerk. And yeah, you know, like, and, bro, and, and don't like something. Well, that adversity yeah, was on that was like. Because he's short, because he's a small guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But continue. continue. Like that was, because, that, because he's that, small. Adversity yeah. comment is the one I remember. Rob, Rob said something about it in the third. I can't remember what it was, but it was like adversity. You only played like fifteen games. Who are you the one to, to criticize a coach? Like, yeah, he sucks. But who are you to say he you sucks? Can't, you can't come in and criticize shit. We've been to the finals. We've been to the finals without you. So don't come in here telling telling us what we need to do and what we you know what's not happening. You know all you need to do is say yeah you know what we got to play better as a team. You know but we'll get it figured out. You know just positive. We don't need yeah, you talking you know call, calling people out in the media. We like that's not that's not gonna help us. We got I don't know every we got that. we got every camera in in the NBA landscape. Every camera every microphone is on us whenever we play. If we play and we lose, everybody's talking about it. So we don't need you to glorify it and make it even worse by saying something idiotic by talking about you know what what we, you know what we need and to do. Everybody could see that whatever was going on wasn't working. He just should have been able to keep it more and uh, under wraps. I don't, you know, I, I'm figuring at some point we're going to hear about uh, everything that went on with yeah. that team. Yeah, because he gonna say it. <laughs> because yeah, he gonna say point, it. We're gonna we're gonna hear about all of that. Because he okay. gonna say it. Because he can't keep his mouth shut. He gonna say it. And we'll hopefully, dream. hopefully his agent has told him like, you just need to shut up at this point. Yeah, be quiet at this point. Then when you get but, your, but you your know what? Right? The, you the more I think about it, the agent ain't, ain't making it no better because yeah, the, 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 the minute the minute you get traded, you got the agent calling a, a, a TV show host while they're on TV or texting them and letting them go. Hey, hey, check this out. All the stuff y'all talking about, he ain't, he ain't coming off no bench. My man's is starting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
So both of y'all got so both of y'all niggas got big mouths. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't the best. Five fucking nine. That's why. There, there's a way you handle stuff, man. Especially when you got no clout. Like you can't come into this locker room and you you got no no clout in this locker room at all. You play with LeBron, okay? Yeah. So th- this is this is this is LeBron's locker room. Simple and yeah, that's plain. Not the, that's not the way he saw it. He saw that that was him and LeBron's <laughs> locker room because the first thing he said <laughs> that was, he was his LeBron's, first problem. He was LeBron's. Um, he was the second in command on that team. Yeah, not that. Kevin Love, who is obviously a, a better basketball player than him, and who him. has a ring on his finger too. Not to mention, yeah, he definitely. Has so I, he's he's won a ring with with this team doing what whatever it is that they do. He's he's been a part of that. You came in with your busted hip. And couldn't even play for the first few months of the season. Well, now you want to tell me what I what I need to be doing? Nah. And like I think people forget when they had that whole players only meeting and reports to slipping out through the media because players had big ass mouths. No man, how the fuck do we got a, a team only meeting and the, and the whole world know about what was said in the meeting? <laughs> Everything. What's the whole point of the meeting? Uh, we should have had. We should. We should have just had a I press conference and, and just put cameras in it. That he was talking shit to Kevin Love. I wonder who did that. Somebody that was pissed off that he was talking shit to Kevin Love. Somebody Man, that was. Somebody that was like. Somebody that was like. Wait. Oh, what's that mean? What's that new Dave Chappelle meme everybody using? Word. I wonder. Under, I, I would love to know the thought process for him to, you know, to address a world champion. I mean, not to address it. I mean, uh, you know, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. World champion or not. But, like, you knew. Like, you're a new booty. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. <laughs> that's, that, that's the part that keeps getting me. Like, you you just got here. Fall, fall back. When they had that team meeting, how many games did he have played at that point? Two. Two. Three, four. I don't know. That is doing up out there. <laughs> I, I actually had no idea. <laughs> but, yeah, I, your point is still, you know, the point still remains the same. That he's not the person that should be opening his mouth to say anything about anybody ever. Like, like you, you know what? Like when we was playing without you, I'm to be to be real. We, we we was doing a lot better with this thing before you got here. Just being real. If you, if you want to keep it a, a a buck, you're lucky nobody short stuffed his little ass in the garbage can. Well, I, I think this move, you know, it it was the best move for everybody involved. I mean, he went to L.A. and immediately had a pretty good goddamn game and he looked more comfortable first play of the game they got him <laughs> some you know huh huh huh, huh? seven turnovers yeah but <laughs> i mean you know he's still getting to the swing of things but offensively he looked like an nba basketball player again i think that's the most um important part you know, he got his you know, powers back Dre. yeah that's what he said some corny shit but see it don't stop it don't stop it does. You got traded. You got traded away. Got his first real practice of the season too. See? So that's I'm saying. See, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's the kind of shit. All that's the, the kind of all shit. All those things aside, he looked. He looked like. Uh, you know, he resembled the player that he was before. Hey, you uh, know what? The same thing applies to him as it does to the Cavs. I'll wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you gotta wait. You, you playing off adrenaline. You playing off adrenaline. You know, the the new team you're going to is kind of excited that you're around. You know, they got another all star or whatever, you know, all star caliber player or whatever the case is here. You know what? Let's let's do this for him and you know get him the ball or whatever the case is. Yeah, so I'll wait. Some plays to him and and giving him some um uh, you know plays. I think they were taking some plays that he actually had back. And um, in Boston, and implemented them for him, got him open a little bit. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of it, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait because you you also don't have their you know first round pick playing either. 
Uh, from what I hear, you know, if Leangelo and Angelo ain't on the Lakers, he ain't going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, we're going to uh, start wrapping this up. And we didn't get to do a podcast right after the Super Bowl. Oh, shit. We're talking football. But uh, I must say, that was a damn. I didn't watch the first half of the Super Bowl because I was at my house. And quite obviously, I don't watch uh, football. But we went over to a Super Bowl party because we kind of had to. So obviously, they were watching the Super Bowl. So I watched the second half. That was a damn good second half. It was made even better by the fact that uh that Brady lost. God, you guys talk about the the Super Bowl. How were your feelings in that Super Bowl? Man, I celebrated like none other on that strip fumble because I I, I called that shit. I was watching it and I'm like, on a, on this drive right here, this is what they need. You know, I was talking to my brother in law and he's like, but they ain't been getting to them all game. I'm like, but I feel like this drive right here, if they don't get a strip fumble, this game is over with for the for the Eagles. Yeah. If they didn't get that goddamn um, turnover, they were going to lose that game. That's how yeah. every they was going to drive down, and they was going they was going to put points on the board, and then they was going to stop the Eagles right after that. Yeah, that's and how they, they all been over with. That's how they that's how they go. And I, I was ecstatic to watch Brady get stripped, and then for that ball to come out. I was glad that it was him. Oh yeah, you know, not that I didn't want the running back to fumble. Or there yeah. to be like some mistake nope. on the handoff or the snap or anything like and that. And you know what? And when, and we, and when you mention yeah. that, Dre, n- now that you mention that, nobody's fucking talked about it. No, of course not. He's Brady. Nobody He's Brady. said a goddamn peep that Brady blew to get that. Brady basically blew the game. Anybody else fumbles a ball and gets his strip, they blew the game. They didn't step up. You know, they didn't step up in the pocket. They didn't do this, didn't do that. They they lost the game for him. It was you know he got he got stripped from you know he got he got sacked. Uh, uh, Devin's not here, so I can say that Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, <laughs> as much as I want to, I also enjoy watching that fucking ball uh, fly through his fingertips on that feeble ass catch tip. That uh, shit was funny as hell. He looked <laughs> extra unathletic on that ball. He's wide the fuck open. <laughs> He's reaching with it like every fiber of the game. <laughs> Still couldn't catch that goddamn Fred Herman run that he was doing. Run through the ball, nigga. Yeah, I think uh, it was a damn good Super Bowl from what I was able to see. And I think uh, it had like the team that won, like that team is such a fun team. So it was cool to watch them win. It was also cool to watch um, Philadelphia just completely fuck up Philadelphia. That was, uh, I mean, they fucked that place up. I tell you what, boy, Philadelphians are upset that that's the storyline it's like why the fuck y'all upset at us man all we doing is reporting the news y'all the ones y'all the ones yeah, y'all did it. It up. <laughs> like did it. don't get mad at us because we watching y'all people eat dog shit or, or horse shit and uh fuck up the ritz carlton like like we not doing that shit y'all out you sound like martin you smell like that's you <laughs> <laughs> that's i ain't you. been nowhere all day <laughs> i ain't been nowhere all day that's you <laughs> Climbing old poles and shit. That's you. I mean, the, the somebody actually hit me up and told me about the eating shit thing, and I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? It, re- really You're eating poop? <laughs> this is what happens that's when you win a championship." Yeah. I think that's the exact opposite of what you, the loser eat shit. Not the winner. <laughs> <laughs> eat shit, loser. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the winner does not eat shit. But I guess these motherfuckers were literally eating shit. Crazy. Thank God I didn't see the video of it because I, I I don't know if I could take it. No, I didn't. I didn't even actually see it. Someone told me, and I'm like, "What? 
the winners ain't shit. shit. <laughs> You're not fucking winners at all. You're a fucking loser. Like you actually lost, bro. You were eating shit. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. Uh, I, the Super Bowl was good. I was glad that Brady lost. I was glad that Brady was the reason why his team lost. Like those things mean something to me. It means a lot. Fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> man. It was just, it was, just, it was great. I celebrate that shit like like that was my own team. Entire it does team. not change what I think. I still say. Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I still say yeah, it. You can't. You can't. At this point, you're crazy if you question that shit. Like I, I, I can't stand Brady as 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 much as the next Boston Hayden Devin, uh, as yeah, much as possible. That but, last championship was what sealed it for me. Yeah, like, all right, man. Like he got five. Like I understand. You know, people don't say. You know, it's not just about championships. That's that's what this whole thing is about. It's kind of about championships. I understand the, the thought process there that we don't want to just sit around and say, well, this guy is great because of championships. But, you know, well, this is like I tell people, when you start parsing the greatest of all times, you know, I don't give a fuck what your career, like you could have scored a million points in your career. million goddamn points. Kareem. If you don't have any, no. Kareem got five goddamn championships. Six championships, if I'm not mistaken. Once you... <laughs> Once you start, no, uh, uh, more apt would be Will. When you start parsing the greatest of all time, like you, mm, championships have to come into play. So, you know, he has five. He has damn near all of the records. And if he doesn't have them, Peyton has them. And Peyton only has two. Um, I just think the the one thing that people just kind of get annoyed with, especially me, just when it comes to Brady, just the the breaks that he, that he, always, that he always seems to get. And I was just waiting that shit to happen, to happen in the Super again. Bowl. Yeah. It was like, all right, this this shit's gonna happen. It's gonna be some garbage. And honestly, until that ball hit the ground and I and I saw no flag, Man, I, thought, dude, I thought it was about to happen. I kept again. telling my wife, I kept because she was like, they're gonna lose, they're gonna lose. I'm like, you don't watch enough football to know what the hell you're talking about. These are the <laughs> Patriots that we're talking about. The God could come down from out the sky and like give them a touchdown. We don't know what could happen with the Patriots. Anything is possible. Real quick. With Real quick, because and then you know I, I I haven't seen the whole thing, but apparently um I don't know if it was the I, I seen a clip of of I guess Hogan kind of getting hit going down the field. I don't know if that's the, the play that people are talking about, but on that play they say that somebody got got hit pretty hard and they could have threw a flag on that shit. I don't know if the the play I saw the other day when I mean Hogan got like, kind of knocked off his route, and I want to say he was at least twenty yards down the field. I don't know if that's the one people are referencing saying that somebody got, you know, hit and they could have threw a flag on, but it was like, man, yeah, I'm, that was I'm shocked that they didn't throw a flag on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that they didn't because that would have been whack. It's like, it's like, bro, don't don't bail these these dudes out on on man, a final I was, play. I kept telling my wife, anything is possible with this team. Let's just wait until the, the damn know, clock quad, says zero, zero, zero. zero. <laughs> I want to see them quad zeros up there. Then we can say that the Patriots are done. There's, no, there's no yellow laundry on the field. Then we can say, all right, these dudes won. And then, you know, another thing about the Super Bowl that kind of pissed me off, and I didn't really realize it. I, I guess in the back of my head, I did while watching it. But just the next day, people was talking about Al Michaels and uh, Collinsworth. Their call was so biased. It was so biased towards Boston. You could tell that these dudes had money on Boston. It was so annoying. It was like, bad. dude, even even the like the last call, like I was, I got more excited 
over that strip fumble. I got up yelling and screaming like it was the Bears over the strip fumble. But the last play of the game, like you would have think, you would have thought that that was like the end of the first quarter. Al uh, Michael said he said nothing, uh, and that's the, and, that, and that's the game. It's like, dude, what? That's the end of the Super Bowl. Like you yeah, suppose that, like as, the, as an announcer, you see, you're, you're supposed to have like a legendary call at the end of any championship game, and anybody knows that it's Mister. Um, do you do you believe in miracles, Al Michaels? Boy, he lost a hundred thousand on that. What are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. <laughs> you about to celebrate because you want Brady to lose? <laughs> yes. Al Michaels ass ain't going, boy. Y'all still trying to do you know, one? You know, you know he, you know he good for for, yeah, yeah. for sports gambling. All right. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Go to get to the to the segment. Chris, why are you mad? Wanna know why I'm mad, man. Oh boy. So apparently <laughs> when the uh Thunder were playing the Lakers the other day, <clears throat> Lakers fans were chanting, uh, we want Paul, something like that. You know, Lakers fans always have aspirations of getting a star player. Yet they haven't uh, finished above the eighth seed in six years, and they haven't won more than 40 games in almost seven years. Kobe. Yet, yet they always think they finna get the best player. They really think they finna get Paul George and LeBron next year. They can keep dreaming. Nobody wants to go play for a team in the West and have to worry about the Warriors. Shots at Baylor. M- Rob, Rob. The Lakers <laughs> suck. They ain't winning shit. Why, why, <laughs> Rob, why are you mad? Oh, uh, let me think. Let me think. Why am I mad? Why am I mad? What can I be mad about? There's a whole lot shit to be mad about. Yeah, you black man. Uh, I'm trying to be mad about. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Um, you, you go, Dre. Give me. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, I am mad that Chicago Bulls bloggers are still sucking off Jimmy Butler. If you just looked at like a Bulls bloggers Twitter handle and just go through their timeline, you would actually think. They're Minnesota Timberwolf bloggers and not actual Bulls bloggers because they're all fawning over Jimmy Butler like every night. Jimmy, he scored 30 points three straight times for the first time in his career. Oh, Jimmy, you fucking clowns. Look, he plays for Minnesota now. He is no longer a Chicago Bull. I understand that Jimmy Butler is a good basketball player, but he is no different than any other good basketball player in the NBA except that he's not in the upper echelon of great basketball players in the NBA. Fuck Jimmy Butler. This is the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine, Markkinen. Those are the people that we should be spending most of our time talking about. He's but dead. most of the time, all I hear, well, Chris is still, you know, he got them braces. He ain't playing for a while. But all I read from these bloggers is shit about how Jimmy Butler is doing this and Carl Towns is doing that. If you want to be a Minnesota Timberwolves blogger, change your fucking handle if you want. <laughs> Otherwise, start talking about the goddamn Chicago Bulls. Motherfuckers are annoying. Got something now, Rob? Um, so I'll go off something that I was kind of arguing with somebody about um, the other day. This is this goes back to Bulls bloggers, but it, it was more so I was arguing with some with some Bulls blogger just the other day, um, when the Bulls beat Minnesota, matter of fact. And this blogger was I mean, he's highly upset. He hangs off every single Bulls uh win oh and God. just and he, he he flies off the deep end. And me and him argue back and forth because he commented under uh uh Sylvie's uh post about the Bulls winning. 
about, you know, how, you know, guard packs is, you know, are idiots, which I mean, I, you know, it's kind of hard yeah. to, it, it, I felt bad for arguing sort of against that point. It's like, all right, well, yeah, they are, but I get why everybody wanted this. This is our Super Bowl at this point. They wanted this game. It's okay for them to win that game, but no, is this okay. is, this, this is messing up their, their draft status. And these guys are idiots and they should have traded, uh, they should have traded, um, Holiday and uh, fuck is the goofball center. He's the Robin Lopez. Yeah, Lopez. Lopez. Just like I mean, so I mean, is that what you're hanging this season on? Is 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 that really what's going? You know, you know, sell you on the Bulls getting a higher pick is that they don't have Robin Lopez and fucking Justin Holiday. Like that, that's 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 what's that's what's upsetting you. Like don't don't hang off every every single win that the you know potential win or win the Bulls may get. Like they'll get whatever pick they get. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, cry out there. They won a night. It's like, all right, they won. It's like, I mean, okay, like they're not gonna yeah. lose every game. It's it's not gonna happen, man. Like like relax. Like he's like bubbling over every after every time they win, and he's just going nuts. I'm just like, dude, calm down, man. You know, Rob, when you say that. It's not just a few. It's a lot of people that are that do that. A lot of people. Yes, every Bulls blogger, they all do it. Every last one of them, they get on Twitter after a win. We need to be playing like playing playing the 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 popcorn guy needs to be playing guard or whatever. It's just like play the dude they got, man, and they're gonna get whoever they're gonna get, and they're gonna be fine. You have to let it go. It's gonna play out however it plays out, regardless if you're upset about it or not. They'll they'll have two good picks. Like I I think they'll 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 figure it out. If they want to, they could package those two picks and get a better one. Exactly. Honestly. If they have to. So, you know, I think, you know, I, I think the moral of the last two, why you mad, take the stick out your ass and calm down. <laughs> it'll, it'll be okay. I mean, one way or another, it, something's going to happen. And, it, you know, just, just calm the hell down. Bulls bloggers or Minnesota bloggers or whoever the hell y'all are. Y'all know how I y'all know how I see the Bulls stats from games when they play, like when it's over and shit. So this one dude quotes one of my tweets and was like, so they won again? Like, why didn't they trade Rolo? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? I was like, Did, have you ever played basketball your entire life? I, I literally asked, have you played basketball ever? Or any sport. Or any sport. Get off your fucking computer and chill. It's not that. It's it's a game. Relax. Not just that. These are the other guys. This is the last thing I said, and I'm going to wrap it up. The guys that you are asking to just go and blindly lose a bunch of fucking games are competitors as well. Yeah, they're not going to do that, man. And they're, they're not, not just going to lay down because the bull. I mean, you're asking the guys like it goes back to the whole the process thing, right? You're asking these guys to lay down to help a team get better for a team that they're probably not even going to be on. I mean, to That's- be quite honest, I want guys like Dunn to like you know show something and and be. Better? be the guy that we want him to be like we want we want him to be good right like do we want the person that if they end up picking top five or whatever do you want that to be the leader or a guy that's been in the league that's shown that he can play in the league to be to show that all right you know i'm the man this is my squad you know we're gonna get it going next season but like i, I don't know like you look at um you look at the 76ers and i think the only person that's still left from that from like that team of, of losers is is robert covington like nobody else is on that team. A lot yeah. of and a, a lot of that too with them is that a lot of those dudes were hurt and weren't playing anyway. Yeah, and like I said, 
again, those are guys that were losing on the team that now that the team is better, they are no longer on that team. And all the dudes that was hurt are now are now starting. So our dudes are hurt, so they got to play. Yeah, they got to play. Those bloggers that were talking all that about how much we not, how much we're not losing, they do know we've only had four games or three games where Laurie, Chris, and Zach have all been on the floor at the same time. Wait till they get back on the floor at the same time. Trust me, they're gonna shit. They're gonna win a hell of a lot more games, and then what? Whatever, man. This has been the According to Sources podcast. I'm glad you guys have joined us. Um, you know where to find us. It's According to Sources at gmail.com if you have questions. It is A2Sources on Twitter if you want to argue with me and Chris and Devin and Rob on Twitter. Uh, you can hit the thread up as well. Um, it is According to Sources at Facebook, on Facebook. And it is, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I think there's a Twitch page now that somebody started up for some odd reason if you want to. See people talking about stuff on Twitch or playing video games on Twitch. Yeah, I guess that's if you're into that type of thing. Um, there's a Twitch page you can follow. That's according to sources. And that's it, man. Thanks for joining us for Rob, Chris, Devin, wherever his light skin ass is at. I'm Dre. This has been the Corner Sources. We out. Peace. We like you fat. And you suck. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.